Thank you for joining us at the Center for Spiritual Living Seattle. We hope you enjoy this podcast. And for further information about our center, or if you wish to make a donation, please visit us at spiritualliving.org. Well, that whole white Christmas stuff really worked out, didn't it? Oh, in fact, it's so snowy that we canceled in-person services. And <laughs> because it might be hard to get home afterwards. This is Kathy Ann Lewis, and I'm... Um, I'm being broadcast from my home. We're having a fireside chat for the day after Christmas. You might see my dog come and go because guess what? That's what he does. Um, it's, it's, I'm so grateful to Beverly and the whole staff that is figuring out some way to do this remotely. Isn't technology a wonderful? Isn't it wonderful? And we learned a lot during COVID. If there was any, any blessing in this whole COVID thing, it's that we learned a lot. Human beings are adaptable. That's really, that's the, that is so wonderful. So I'd like to share some ideas. I, because I did do my talk last night with the intention of driving into Seattle, but that didn't quite turn out. And this is, this is the day after Christmas. And actually, when I was young, this was my favorite day because I would either get money for Christmas or sometimes things I didn't really like. And I would take them back the day after Christmas so that I could get the things I really wanted. It was, for me, it was the best shopping day ever and everything was on sale, but I don't do that anymore. What I do do after Christmas and before New Year's is I start preparing myself for New Year's. I start to pre preparing myself for what's to come because New Year's is, is culturally such a big day for new beginnings. And I really like to ride that wave, you might say. So I have some ideas for us to begin again, to use this in-between time to set ourselves up for success. And I have some ideas about that. Um, and this is, no, Finley, you can sit now. Sit, Finley. There, good boy. He really, I think he wants to be a star. I think he wants to be a star. Ernest Holmes says, it's not what you pray about or what you pray to, it's what you pray from. So this preparation is for us to believe in ourselves and to believe in the power of prayer. To set ourselves up with a greater sense of faith so that when we do pray, we get the result that we want. So uh, now think about this. It, it, old time prayer for me used to be, uh, begging and beseeching and pleading and um, apologizing. Well, if you think about that, apologizing says I'm just I'm I've done something really wrong. I mean, what? I know that used to be part of my Christian faith is that I'm wrong and please forgive me. But the begging and beseeching is really coming from a place of it's not happening, it probably won't happen. Can I get your attention, please? And we don't believe in that in prayer. So if there's anything that you could let go of in this in-between time, it's stop the begging, stop the beseeching, stop the apologizing. Just be still. Just be in awe and wonder awe and wonder. It's so beautiful outside. It's, it's snowy and it's 
really um, asking me to be in awe and wonder. I read something just this morning that there is more angst in the United States right now than, than ever before, according to certain studies. Now, I'm not sure that they go back to, I don't know, the Second World War, but in recent history, we have more angst. And it's because we've been dealing with a pandemic that doesn't seem to go away. And so people are always on ready alert. They're on alert to be safe or alert that what's gonna to happen to my family or the alert of don't tell me what to do. And all of this is causing a lot of upset. A recent study said that human beings, I mean, people in the United States, human beings, people, um, say that identify themselves as having post-traumatic stress syndrome because of the pandemic up to 18% of our population. Wow. And that, that makes us cranky and anxious and snappy. So just being present to the wonder could do wonders. To breathe more, walk more, meditate more, be kind more could do wonders. Not only for our immediate experience of peace and well-being, but also to set ourselves up for prayer and our a belief in prayer. See, if I pray from, eh, that's different than if I pray from, I'm more ready to receive. So wonder would be good. First, the second thing is, is to work on our confidence. To even say, God as me is confident. God as me is confident. God, expressing through everything, expresses through me, expresses through you. And God as me is my confidence. Just to have that verse or that saying or that affirmation going on in your head will produce wonders. Some of you know, and I know I talk about horses, and I've actually had somebody say, I don't get the horse re references, but you know, a reference is a reference. Uh, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. So I'm really learning a lot from having to become a better rider. And I got this new horse and he is really very talented and very well trained. But because he was so reactionary to the slightest little touch, I lost my confidence. I have confidence with Starlet and with Karma, but with Dreamer, I just didn't have it. And it was getting in the way because the more uptight I was, the more uptight he got and the more reactionary he was. So I started this regimen of saying, God as me is confidence. God as me is confident. And I, I would say, I'm confident. I'm a confident rider. I'm a confident, competent, capable rider. And sure enough, dreamers settled down. And uh, we now have this great partnership in this thing called riding. And it's so much more fun. I noticed that it also has changed the way that I pray. There was a... a a time just about two weeks ago where where Dreamer had one of his legs swell up and he was limping and lame and it, he went from I'm okay to I'm really not okay very quickly and uh, did all sorts of you know wrapped it and tried to get the swelling down and um, we were going to call the vet on Monday and um, all, all Monday, driving into work, I just, I just, I was worried about him. And then this thing, this thing went off in my head and it said, forgive my lack of confidence. 
to command the law. Now that comes out of high mysticism. And I thought, well, if that went off in my head, then I need to be confident. And I just said, no, he's well. My horse is well. There's nothing wrong with him. And sure enough, my trainer called and, and said, I don't know what happened. All the swelling's gone. He's, he's standing on his leg. He's fine. Mm. Confidence. If we're going to pray, first let's set ourselves up for confidence. And then we will confidently pray. It won't be begging, beseeching, or hoping, or wishing. It'll be an expression, a declaration of what we want to have unfold. The next thing we need to do is hang out with the right people. It's been said that we are the average of the five people we hang out with the most. So hang out with people who believe in you. Hang out with people who, who love you, who bless you, who support you, who affirm you. Now, I know that that's not going to be true. Not everybody will do that. So if you've got people at work that are always on your case, make sure you've got at least five people who aren't. <laughs> and hang out more with them. That's one of the reasons why I think spiritual community is so important. It's one of the reasons why Janelle and I are really trying to put together more sanghas for our spiritual, for our, our church community. A sangha is a small group of people who support each other. Once a month, they get together, they listen to each other, and they pray for each other. It's very important. Who you hang out with shapes you. Um... Oh, I just, I, I have to, I'm looking down at my talk right now. I, I haven't been looking at my talk. There is a, a, a thing that has been a, a, an idea, a concept put together by John uh, Kronos. And he is a uh, professor of brain science. And he calls it the science of brain plas plasticity. Plasticity. He said that neural connections change after only a 20-minute conversation. So if you have a conversation with someone that is grouchy and doesn't love you and is not talking to you, that will change the way your brain actually functions. So ask yourself, after I walk away from whoever, do I feel better or worse? Make sure you feel better around at least five people. Get those five people in your life. Make them part of your posse. Third, practice self-compassion. Oh my goodness, we all make mistakes. So what? So what? You know, maybe it's part of the learning process. I, I you know, I make mistakes and as, 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 if, as long as I learn, then I'm still ahead. I bet you are too. How many of you have learned from mistakes? If we were in a room, I bet everybody would be raising their their hands. I make mistakes. Well, if you do better the next time, that mistake was worth it. Nothing, nothing can stop our destiny. And our destiny is to progress and to um, grow and to um, learn and to expand. That's our destiny. And a little mistake is not going to keep us from that. Maybe we'll even do better because of the mistake if we learn from it. So practice self-compassion. And the last thing that I want to share with you so that you can set yourself up for this new year is to develop your intuition. 
I've worked a long time at developing my intuition. And I want, I'm going to share with you how I do it. It's probably not the only way. You're going to find your own way. But this is my way. What I do is I, 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 I believe that the whole universe is alive. That there's a love intelligence that operates through everything. And I cultivate it by listening. I think it's the congregational church that says, or at least has big posters on the sides of their building that says God is still talking. Well, the universe is always expressing intelligence. I just need to tune in. So the way that I've developed doing that is I will ask a question and I will expect an answer. Now, the answer seldom comes right away. The answer seldom comes the next minute. <laughs> the answer seldom comes in the next, you know, even the, sometimes the next day. But I will expect an answer because I believe that everything's listening to me and everything is wanting to inform me if I'm open. Well, eventually, always, always, I'll get a hunch or an idea or someone will say just the right thing or I'll read something in the book and it'll just pop out at me. That's the first wave of information. That's the first wave of intelligence speaking. But I don't stop there because sometimes the brain can be really tricky. The, uh, I should not the brain, the ego. And it will try to make me think this is the right way. This is sort of like walking down um, the aisle. Oh, the frozen food aisle at the grocery store, passing ice cream and saying, oh, it's a sign, I need to get Haagen-Dazs. You, know, you know, the brain can do really funny things. Instead, what I do is, instead of taking that first wave, as I say, great, I, I, I hear this, I recognize this, now, Send me an objective confirmation. So I don't want it once, I want it twice. And then I wait. And the universe is smart enough. It will send another confirmation. It it you know, we're we're working with the intelligence that can that can help birds migrate south and north. It's the intelligence that helps the salmon know exactly which stream they came from. This intelligence is, is, is greater than anything we know or can even comprehend. And it knows how to send a confirmation card to you. This is a confirmation card. You have gotten this great message from the universe. So <laughs> expect an objective confirmation. Now, I will say that I've done this enough that I now know the difference between my intuitive hunches and my ego just wanting to do what I want to do. Like, oh, wow, the bed's so warm. It must be a sign that I'm supposed to sleep in. <laughs> How many have done that? So we don't, we don't necessarily um, have to always get the confirmation. Once you know what your intuition feels like, looks like, sounds like. When you really trust the universe and you expect an answer, 
it will speak. Actually, what I noticed is that my intuition always seems to be a sort of an impression on one side of my head. And it may not be the same for everybody. You may feel it in your heart. You may feel it in your gut. Actually, your gut is actually the, uh, the, the, the center for wisdom. So just allow yourself to really pay attention and uh, trust. And it's a conversation. You're going to learn to talk to the universe and the talk, and the universe will talk to you. Which is the reason why I also do a deep listening retreat at the first of every year. And people get answers that they didn't expect. Oh, and by the way, this is not a sales pitch because the, the retreat's full. But you might want to take a couple of days to just set aside time and listen. And get to know that inner voice through which the universe speaks. So, my dears, that's, that's my talk. If I was actually um, in the sanctuary, I'm sure it would go longer because I would be interacting with the crowd and looking at you and seeing how you're responding. And if I got blank stares, I'd give another example. But I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so let's just pray and we'll close this talk in prayer. I give thanks. I give thanks for technology and I give thanks for all the people making this service work, even though we're all in separate places. I give thanks for the wonderful staff of the Center for Spiritual Living that give their time and their talent and their, their wonderful expertise to get this message out. And the message is, God is good, and so are we. And there is a good for us, and we really ought to have it. And not only is there a good for us, there's a good for all of our family, our friends, for all of humanity. There's a good for the earth. And we are now accepting that good, individually and collectively. And we are a place where good shows up for ourselves, for our family, our friends, and for others that we don't even know of. I'm so grateful for this. I am grateful that in consciousness, we are preparing ourselves, setting ourselves up for a glorious new year. And we're doing that because we're willing to listen, to expect, and to interact with the universe in meaningful ways. And for this, I do give thanks, and so it is. Now, I have just a few things that I need to say to you. Just a few things. First of all, uh, wow, I hope that you'll join me. I hope we can actually be in person on New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve! That's our pre-party. It's actually one of my favorite services because we just have fun. It's going to be with Stephanie Ann Johnson, and it's just fun and meaningful and Ooh, let's let's plan this together. I'm gonna to give you oh that night. So either be there or watch it later or watch it online. I have discovered a secret for really bringing our dreams and our wishes into fruition, and it's something I had no idea about, and yet it's old and ancient wisdom. But I now see it in a new way. So I'm gonna be presenting that next next Friday, and. Um, 
There are other announcements that I know I was supposed to talk about, but I forgot what they are. <laughs> but I will ask you, please, please, please support this service. I know it's different and I know we're not doing it the way we used to or have usually do, I should say, usually do. But guess what? Um, we still have expenses and it's the end of the year and it's a good time to give and, uh, be, and write it off on your taxes. Uh, please support this message because I think this message is important. I think people knowing that the universe is for them and in a conspiracy for their benefit is a message that needs to get out into the world and you can help us do that. So uh, all the ways that you can give are probably on your screen right now or very, very soon. The best way I know of is to call the office um, 206-527-8801 and ask for Michael. And um, he will take whatever, however you want to give to us, he, he will help you with that. It's, it's the easiest way. He won't be there today because the office is closed because of snow but he'll be there sometime this week. And um, there's always credit cards and, and most likely you can also just on live stream and Facebook, just press, press donate now. I'd love for you to do that. I love you, I bless you, and I hope you're having a wonderful time, whether you're in Florida in the sun or in Seattle in the snow, be blessed because that's what the universe wants to do for you. Bye for now.